Like all real pitmasters, Matt Horn got his start in the backyard, his grandmother's backyard. Having developed and refined his meat smoking techniques in the Central Texas style, Horn took his barbecue to the local farmer's market for a test run and later worked a few festivals. But being a true barbecue aficionado, he wanted to commune with the other like-minded obsessives, and thus the underground pop-up Horn Barbecue came to be. Since then, Matt has fallen in love with everything this underworld of craft barbecue has to offer. Community, process, technique, and love. Hi, I'm Ashton Gustafsson, and this is good, true, and beautiful, The Chef Sessions. But before we get started, here's a message from this episode's featured nonprofit. Hey guys, I'm Scott Harrison, the founder and CEO of Charity Water. We are on a mission to bring clean and safe drinking water to every single person on the planet. Uh, We're a little bit different in that we use 100% of all public donations uh, to directly fund water projects that we then prove using photos and GPS and satellite images so people know where the money is going. We just have a deep belief in the power of radical transparency uh, and and building a community. And, And we've now been joined by over for a million people around the world that have said, you're not on our watch, not on our watch, are people drinking dirty water, especially if we know how to help them. So the best way to, to learn more about Charity Water, uh, you can just visit charitywater.org spring. We have an amazing monthly community of givers who are showing up, uh, some giving as little as $10 a month, some giving $30 a month, some giving $100 a month. And there's an amazing video there too, which, which just tells the story um, that you could just help us by sharing with your friends. Um, we would love to invite you to be a part of solving the water crisis, of, of ushering in a day where every single person alive has access to clean and safe drinking water, their most basic need. And we invite you to join Charity Water in that. Hey friends, Ashton here and welcome back to another episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. We are now in our second season of the Chef Series and um, let me tell you something, I'm, I'm a little, I may go off some, some random rabbit holes today because the individual uh, that we have joining us is Matt Horn of Horn Barbecue in Oakland, California. Um, I am beyond excited to get to share some time with him, learn his story, but here's the deal. Anyone that's doing craft barbecue in California and learned it in Texas, I, I want to get to know him. Um, and so he was so kind and generous to share some time with us today. Uh, and with that being said, we have Matt Horn joining us. Matt, welcome to the conversation. Hey, what's going on, buddy? What's going on? Man, I uh, so I'm super stoked. I can't wait to have this conversation. I, you and I may start talking about post-oak and offset smokers. Our, our listeners oh, yeah. may have no idea what's happening, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, absolutely. So where I, I guess I know I gave you a, a brief bio, but when you introduce yourself and your work in the world, where do you begin? Oh, wow. You know what? Funny thing about it is when I talk about, you know, cooking or barbecue or anything like that, someone's like, how did you get started? Is this something you always wanted to do? And I always tell them, I was just like, I never set out to do barbecue. (laughs) It was just one of those things where, you know, once I started cooking, kind of like that that passion and that desire to create something great, you know, it started to grow from there. Hmm. Um, I never had any... uh, you know, any culinary training or anything at all. I didn't go to culinary school or anything like that. 
Um, cooking was more so kind of like a, it was a release for me, mm. you know, something that, you know, I found peace in cooking. Mm. And, you know, barbecue is just something that I just truly enjoyed. So uh, it felt a bit natural to kind of go in that direction. And once I did, you know, it just completely consumed my life, mm. you know, for the better. Wow. Well, I can tell you, uh, I can say ditto. However, I haven't made a career out of it, but I've right, dang yeah. sure made a weekend hobby out of staring at the coals. There um, you go, man. <laughs> there's something about zenning out uh, with uh, just at the alchemy, the the solitude, all of it. Um, it's amazing. It, yeah, it, right. it really is. So when did it get you? When when? Because I always I always think when I'm on the call with someone and especially when I'm in conversations with people that really get this um, aspect of the the low and slow essence right. of smoked meats when did when did this find you oh you know what this found about 2016 is when I really was just like okay dang so this is this, fresh this is very this is very fresh oh yeah. man uh, yeah, because, uh, you know, I, I grew up around barbecue, and when I say that, you know, barbecue is always something that we would have in our family, and just with, with most families on the weekend, yeah. family gatherings, family reunions, whatever the case may be. But, um, yeah, you know, when I started doing it, I was just like, okay, this is something I enjoy, you know? It's something I enjoy, and then uh, once I did that, um, I wasn't familiar with any of the other styles of barbecue because, mm-hmm. you know, growing up here in California – it's real, you know, tri-tip driven. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I, I wasn't familiar with none of the other regions or anything like that. But, um, you know, once I, I ended up getting an invite out to Texas um, from a photographer, uh, Robert Lerma. And he reached out and was just like, hey, come, come out to Texas. Come check out what we're doing out here. And, you know, I'd love to host you sort of thing. And, you know, I didn't even know him at all. And mm-hmm. Just that love and that, that kindness he showed me. I'm just like, hey, you know what? I'll do it. I want to come check out, you know, come check Texas out. And I decided to drive out there from San Jose. You know, we were living really? in San Jose at the time. Yeah. Wow. yeah I drove out to uh, Austin. You and, know, so. And so who'd you meet up with out there? Where did you cross paths with Franklin or oh, La man. Barbecue or who was yeah, it? Yeah. You, you know what? As soon as we got there, the very first spot we went to was a trailer. It was called Louie's uh, Barbecue. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, really cool trailer. So we went there and then uh, we did the Taste America, the James Beard Taste America event. And there I was able to meet uh, Evan Leroy, um, Aaron Franklin, really great chef, and just to meet Aaron Franklin, that was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, I I really wasn't familiar with the Texas, the, the true essence of Central Texas style barbecue. Yeah. So to go there on that trip and to meet these different individuals, these different guys, and then you know, just to see that I wasn't the only one that was crazy to you know do, doing all nighters and staying up by the <laughs> fire and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? So just to meet these guys that was just as passionate yeah. um, about their craft, it was a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, very beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And there's something about I, I think with Franklin's, uh, you know, the book that he did, right? That yeah. um, it's almost like did he really just let the cat out of the bag? You know, and, and, right, and, right. and but he did, and and if and I know that that was something that I, waters that I just swam in that. You kind of, if if you've never experienced the essence of this food that we're talking about, 
it will stop right. you in your tracks the minute you first do. Absolutely. Um, there's something to the bark that happens. Um, oh, man. And uh, I, you and I, we're just going to geek out on this all day, and that's okay. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so you meet Franklin. You meet these guys at the James Beard um, event. And, I mean, what's next? Do you just go, well, I guess I need an, an offset smoker and some post oak? Or how, how did this... What well, started happening you know, back home? Well, here's the here's the deal. So when I went out there, when I was doing that, right before I went out there around that time, originally I had kind of like a vertical kind of meat locker style um, cooker, but, you know, it wasn't really efficient, you yeah, know. Yeah. Got a lot of heat that would kind of rise up from the bottom. Yeah. And at that time, I went and got an offset smoker made. When I got it built, you know, the guys who built it, you know, they didn't have a clue as to how to put the thing together, but we figured it out. You know, we figured it out, you know. And that's in the book, so, too. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, yeah, we just figured it out, you know. And then uh, I just figured that cooking with wood versus, you know, using, uh, you know, charcoals or going, you know, like an electric cooker or whatever. But just that style of cooking made more sense with mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And that's when it was just like, hey, this is Central Texas style. This is Texas style a way of cooking and you know cooking meats over you know hardwoods and that sort of thing and i was just like okay this is the way to do it so when i went out there i had already done it but just after meeting the people that i met you know wayne miller i met tissy over at snows mm-hmm. and i i briefly met uh, oh yeah um, yeah you know there at the event and just all these just wonderful people went to law barbecue i didn't get to go to you know, I plan on going uh, next month, <laughs> but cool. uh, yeah, yeah, but I didn't get a chance to check that place out. But after I left there on that drive back, you know, I was really inspired and I was just like, I just can't wait to just get back and cook, you know, because <laughs> I, was, I was just fired up because at the time we were doing pop ups at that time um, and they were growing. They were still growing, but I was just really inspired after that trip. Hmm. Very inspired. So you was when you arrived in Austin, were you like, was your job currently with food like a couple years ago? This is already things that you were doing or did you have other things going on? Well, you know, when I arrived in, yeah, when I arrived in um, Austin, I had already you know, was doing pop-ups. Gotcha. Um, just doing pop-ups and then, you know, doing some catering on the side, just so my wife wouldn't be upset with me, <laughs> you know, I was just like, okay, I got to keep something going, you know, but, uh, yeah, I was already doing catering and pop-ups at that time. Well, well, so, um, then walk me through kind of this, I, here's what makes me so excited is the fact that this is, this, this whole thing is two years old for you. And I, and well, I, and I think that what, what it tells me is, is when life introduces something to you and you go, whoa, I'm really curious about this. Right, um, right. There is something about giving yourself over to it. And you and I, we're just sitting here talking about barbecue, but for some of our listeners, um, it, the list is endless, right? Like, who knows what's you're, going to make you curious? No, you're right. You're right, absolutely. Life has a way of presenting things to us, um, you know, that a lot of different circumstances, whether it be food or whatever the case may be and you know it has a way of capturing and consuming us you know like like i said before like i never set out to 
to do this for a living or to, you know, for my life to be so consumed the way it is with barbecue. But once, you know, that very first time cooking yeah. on, on my pit and watching the fire and caring about the meat and caring about where the meat comes from and the animal that was used. And th- those are things that I weren't, that I wasn't conscious about before. Yeah. Yeah. These are things now that I appreciate. That's right. So I take that, you know, that thought and that care to, you know, every time I cook, you know, I'm considerate of it. I'm grateful for it, you know? Well, it's, it's, it's connecting with the story, right? Absolutely. Because, um, anyone can go, to Dickie's barbecue and get something right. that was thrown in there and they threw some smoke on it. Um, right, right. but when you, when you honor the species, when you honor the farmer that, that, or the rancher that raised this animal, when you honor the right. animal, when you honor, um, yourself and the time that you put into it, I mean, here's the deal. Barbecue is something that, uh, you, you have to love those that you are preparing it for because it is, right. <laughs> it is not an, uh, uh, an hour long deal. This is a full commitment. I remember the first time I did it, my wife was going, are you really just going to look at this fire for 14 hours? I was like, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what's happening. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. Um, but there's nothing like seeing the lights come on for people when they're like, I've never had anything like that before. Um, you know, and that's the and that's the most rewarding thing. That's literally just what keeps me going. You know, it keeps me going. It's just, you know, I have two beautiful uh, children, a little boy and a little girl. You know, a loving wife, and they're, they're also, you know, they're my source of inspiration. But just to meet the people that come, you know, people who I've never met, people from all walks of life. Um, you know, people come, and it's just that we're able to come together. You know, with this thing, this thing brings us together. And that's what I love the most about it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And to be able to, you're right, we have to love what we do. You yeah. know, Wayne Miller said it perfectly, that it's a labor of love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it truly is. It is. And it is very communal, this yes. th- this way yeah. of preparing food. Because you're not just making a brisket for yourself, I can tell you that. Right, right. <laughs> you have a lot, a lot left lot, over. Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, so, all right. So you, you go back home, you get this smoker made, um, just some stuff that I've read, you know, kind of on you and your bio is I think you did yeah. like a couple of farmers markets with some test runs and things like that. But, yeah, yeah. but today, like the way the world is for you in Oakland, there's a line of people waiting for you this every day. Um, talk, tell me, I, I just want to hear how fast a, random passion slash curiosity has turned into this like movement, right? Like you've just brought this way of preparing uh, barbecue to California. And it seems as though people are just totally taken with it. You know what, man, you know what, just starting off the way that we did literally once I got that, you know, the very first cooker, you know, we ended up moving out to uh, Tracy and, I told my wife that I was just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go out and try to give it a go at a farmer's market. And she was very supportive of it, you know, very supportive. Um, so when we, we would go out there and, you know, 10, 15, probably, you know, on a really great day, probably 20 people would come. And, you know, a lot of people would look at that and just be like, well, you know, is it worth it all the time? that's being spent on cooking the food, standing in front of the fire and just a lot of things just for just a small amount of people. And I say it all the time that if, if no one came, 
I would still do it. I just, <laughs> I just love it and I just enjoy it. You know, I just, I really enjoy it. But from doing the farmer's market, we did that for a season. And, um, after that season doing the farmer's market, you know, I kind of built up the confidence and I was just like, Hey, you know what, let's do a festival. Went out and did a festival, but with the pop-ups, you know, that's, that's when it was just kind of like, Hey, you know what, let's check out a brewery, mm-hmm. see if we can go there, set up, you know, sell our barbecue, whatever the case may be. And, uh, I found that with a brewery in Oakland, um, it was, uh, L industries. So when we went, it's nothing like what it was now, but you know, words started to get out about the food. Yeah, yeah. Word would start to get out about the food, and at that time, I didn't feel as if like, okay, hey, I have arrived. Even now, you know, I'm just like every day I'm learning and developing. I take real extensive notes, you know, on my cook, just so I can develop and you know continue developing that craft. So you know, we did it a few times there. You know, we would have like a pretty cool turnout, but we just kept going, man. I just stayed resilient. And each pop-up since then has grown mm-hmm. to where it is now. Wow. Wow. And, and it's been uh, quite the journey. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you're getting write-ups. I, I forget where all you've, um, you know, pe- people are following what you're doing. Right. Um, that's got to be, uh, I mean, what, what's it like to kind of go, oh, there's people showing up today. Like we got fire you know, and rain and we've got all this stuff to, to, to oh push gosh. against. I mean, I can't imagine, uh, every day's every, you don't understand the elements are, are not always your friend when you're talking They're about not. craft barbecue. They're not, yeah. Right. And there's always different, you know, different, uh, situations that you have to deal with that, that may come up. You may have to deal with colder weather or rain. Like I've, I've literally sat in a chair with a hoodie on in the rain overnight watching a fire (laughs) and during that time i was questioning myself like why am i doing this like Mm -hmm. is this really what i want to do but you know i love it but just to get the the response that we've had it's humbling man Mm -hmm. um you know a lot of people you know most we've never met you know these are people that come you know they they'll hear about the barbecue they want to come and try it and um People are flying in from different places, man. And the first time I saw that, that somebody, you know, somebody told me that, it it made me realize that, you know, there are people that appreciate the sacrifice and also the love that goes into the craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for these people to come, and even those that come and they wait an hour, two hours, three hours, yeah, there's people that message me and they you know just kind of like hey you know we had to wait this long whatever the case may be but the food was amazing and i understand what goes into it so thank you for mm-hmm. your craft and thank you for your passion that keeps me going man mm, yeah it's, it's, it's beautiful yeah 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 to be to, to to have that to have that acknowledgement of yeah you're an artist this is art right um and this is a gift um, Absolutely, I think that's I think that's huge. What has this was a big thing for me, so I would, I would love to hear your reflections on it. What Absolutely. have What have you learned about process by staring at the fire set on two seventy five for twelve hours? Like I, I there's there's this thing where every time I leave a weekend of this, mm-hmm. I, I I leave with. Oh yeah, that's how life works too. 
It's right. it's slow. It's there's there's change. There's up. There's down. But there's there's just something about this way of preparing food that I think for the contemplative inside of all of us, <laughs> it it really does churn up some inward reflections. You know, it does. It does absolutely. Uh, when I first started cooking, before I started using you know wood and I, I would cook the ribs and then I would do it like over like charcoals over coals and I would do direct fire really didn't know what I was doing sort of thing but then I started you know switching it up just like okay let me start smoking it with wood let me try it you know try it that way and just that that development and that 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 need to you know want to develop the craft um and understanding that in order to create something great it takes a level of patience um and even in life, you know, yeah. there's this thing where, you know, there's a saying that, you know, like Rome wasn't built in a day. But every day that they were living, every day they were, you know, laying bricks and building that foundation. So with barbecue, I've done the same thing with there's a lot of times where I want to just go and just like, okay, I want to do this, I want to do that. But even in the process of cooking, I understand that, hey, I can't rush the food. I can't mm-hmm. rush the yeah. briskets. It takes time, and I have to be patient. And patience is something that, you know, I've always had to deal with, you know. There was times in the beginning where I would tell my wife, I'm like, hey, you know what, let's just, we have to keep doing this. There was one particular time, man, um, not to not to bounce around, but there was one particular time where it was during the farmer's market days, I had this bright idea where, hey, I want to go do a pop-up in this parking lot of a bar, right? Mm -hmm. So I went, I cooked all this food, I set up, you know, I'm up all night, it's in the middle of the summer, I'm ready for service, and then I open up my tent, I'm like, okay, we're ready. No one showed up to buy the food. Not only did no one show up to buy the food, my wife was pregnant at the time, and, uh, I was there in that tent for five hours. Wow. Not only was I there for five hours, my wife left after about two to three hours. And I stayed there because I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to stick this out. Somebody's going to come. Nobody ended up. It was probably a couple of police officers came by. Hey, what are you doing? I'm selling. Well, you know, let me buy a couple of plates. So they bought some plates. and I was grateful for that. Um, but then I ended up, you know, donating the food. Mm-hmm. And. That was tough, but I I would tell my wife that, you know what, I understand that this is going to take time. There needs to be a certain level of patience in what we're doing. You know, but one day people will line up for the food. I hope so. Let's go. I hope so. That's that's what I'm working that's what I'm working towards. So you know, and I and it was trying to convince my wife as well. Just you know, just trust me. Just yeah. just just trust the just trust it. I'm gonna pour in my blood, sweat, and tears into this. And I'll, you know, one day, hopefully, and I told her she brought it up recently. I was just one day, hopefully people will, you know, line up for the food, you know, that they'll, that they'll love it, you know? Wow. And, and here we are now. Even in life, we got to get through the stall. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. There we go. There like we go. That, I yeah. Like that so for, much. for all of our listeners that have no idea what you and I are talking about. 
Um, no, you're right. Yeah, that's the, the, you know, that's beautiful. That's the maddening point uh, of the cook, but it's true in life too. And I think that's that's what's been such a beautiful thing for me in this craft is that it's there's time, there's patience. Um, you you cannot force it. You cannot speed right. it up. It just is what it is. Um, and yet, uh, it's also a blast to share with your community. Um, it is, man. Whenever and it's such a beautiful community in the bay. Yeah, the bay awesome. is like awesome. Yeah, dude, that's so cool. So, um, you and your wife, y'all, y'all have kind of partnered in, into some uh, catering as well. I would love to hear, kind of, what values do you think that you guys have had? What are the what are some of those base note, uh, bedrock, horn values, if you will? That that you could kind of trace back and go, you know what? This is this is who we are. This is this is uh, this is what we want people to get when they experience our business, our food, and our service. One one thing with me and my wife, um, one thing that we want people to to get when they come and they experience horn barbecue or they come to a pop up, it's just just the level of of love, the the commitment you know, uh, our passion, um, our, just our attention to detail. I want people to feel at home. Mm. I want people to feel as if they're coming into my backyard and we're just having a good time and we're having something to eat and, you know, just everybody having a great time, you know, and I want, I want people to feel that love. Mm. I've, I've, I, I feel like that's one of the most important things is just, you know, just love and kindness and compassion. And with everybody that comes to the event, you know, I'd love to grab a drink and hang out with everybody that comes, you know? <laughs> and that's just, that's always been my personality. And the same thing with my wife. So we want people to feel that, just to know that, hey, you know what? This product that we're giving you guys, we're not just throwing it out there just to, hey, you know what? We're just going to sell this product. We're putting a lot of love and attention into what we're putting out because we care about yeah. what you're consuming and who's consuming it and that's important for us man I think you and I I, I think you and I could uh, have some long conversations by the fire oh man you know what <laughs> I look, I, you know what man and I hope that we do man one day hey, I, I, I look forward to that like I told you I am I'm gonna come and stoke the fire uh, I don't know if you'd allow yourself a day off, but I'll, I I can keep it at two seventy five with clean smoke. You, trust you, me. Yeah, if you can cook it with clean smoke, yeah. two seventy five. That's perfect. <laughs> that's, you don't, you don't have to worry times. about that. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I'm it, my sense with you is that you are super creative, curious, um, yeah. one foot in the world that you know, and also one foot in like, well, what's around the corner? What could be next? Um, right. Right. What is, um, as a chef, a business owner, menu creation, um, a dad, uh, a husband, what, is, what does success mean to you today? Well, well, you know what? When I was younger, how I defined success, uh, it was monetary, but I don't look at success. I don't look at, that's not the way that I define success now. Hmm. When I think about success, I think about family. I think about uh, 
being happy, really truly being happy with what you're doing in life. You know, I had aspirations to do other things. There was other things I was doing, uh, working within management. Um, I had a sneaker brand that I was trying to push. All right. Uh, just a bunch of, yeah, <laughs> a bunch of just different stuff that I was trying to do. And I look at what I'm doing now, cooking for a living and, and cooking barbecue and this craft that I've been blessed to be able to, to be able to present to others. I feel like the success is there. I feel like when people come and people leave happy and, you know, you hear the different stories, you meet people from all over the world, but I, I feel like that's success. And that's just, just, just being happy, you know, in, in family. I love it. I love it. Well, Hey, you never know when that sneaker thing may come back around. Uh, you know, oh David gosh, chain, right. you know, Nike made mama Fuku his own pair of sneaks. They're going to, they're, they're going to make the air horns. One of these days. I know, right? Oh, I love it. Um, one of these questions that I always ask everyone um, okay. is what advice would you give to your younger self? Wow. You know what? With all the, with all my aspirations and, just all these, I would dream all these different things and just like, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. I would tell myself to be patient. Mm -hmm. And not only would I tell myself to be patient, I would tell myself to just, you know, continue to walk by faith, man. You That's never good. know what's going to happen. And, you know, just walk by faith. Because um, entrepreneurship, I say this like all the time, man, but entrepreneurship is like, jumping off of a building and building a plane on the way down. <laughs> you know, you never, it's just, you never know what's in front of you, yeah. but just to be resilient. Comfort, with, comfort on, with uncertainty. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Stay focused on what it is that you, you look to achieve in this life, whether it be with business or anything, any aspiration that anyone may have, stay focused on what you're doing. Um, it's definitely going to be adversity along the way. Um, but all that's doing is just building character to allow you to get to the place that was already prepared for you. This is how wisdom talks after looking at the fire for a few years. So, um, for our listeners all around the world, all across the U.S., um, if they're going to be uh, in your neck of the woods, um, what's the best place for them to go and follow your work? Instagram, online, um, tell us yeah, how can we yeah. follow what you guys are doing. You, you know what? Instagram is literally we have everything there. We have a website, uh, you know, hornbarbecue.com. But, um, yeah, Instagram is, is a perfect way. Um, we post everything there just to keep, it, uh, you know, just to keep everybody up to date. Um, if you're ever out in the way, just DM us. Hey, you know, we're going to be out around this time, and we'll let you know if we have anything going on during that time. But we're constantly working every day to lock things into the schedule. And, uh, yeah, so uh, Instagram, uh, Horn Barbecue. And, and by the way, your, your catering stuff, this isn't just your random, oh, yeah, we catered some uh, event. I mean, you're talking no, no. Google 
like the list yeah. goes on of the, of the people that you guys are, are bringing it to. So I, I want everyone to be very clear here. This isn't just a little side hustle. Um, right. This is yeah. when, when I, when I went to your, and is that 360? What's that website? Uh, Kitchen 350. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kitchen 350. And I was like, oh my goodness, these guys aren't messing around. Um, yeah, you know what? We, yeah, very, we take very, uh, we take it very serious what we do. And, you know, even when we're on barbecue, just, you know, very passionate about it. Like just literally uh, Wednesday, we, we cooked at AT&T Park. And, wow. the, and, when, you know, when they were just like, hey, there's never been a vendor that's came in like this to have the offset smoker in the ballpark like that. <laughs> that was just like, that was amazing. It was for a really big name client, you know. I so love that, it. Was, that was pretty awesome. Absolutely yeah. love it. Well, two, here, two things are going to happen. One, one of these days, I'm going to host an event out in your neck of the woods and uh, nice. you're going to cater for it. I'm doing um, yep, I'll do it. And uh and the second thing is I am gonna come out there and watch the fire with you one of these days. Um because you, you and I drink. you and I we uh we're singing the same song, brother. Absolutely. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. You're welcome anytime you let me know and we'll 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 make everything right for you. All right, my friend. Well, hey, uh you are definitely one of us here at the good, true, and beautiful table. Um on behalf of all of us, we thank you for your good and necessary work. Keep doing beautiful things. Stay curious. And um, hope to meet you very soon. Thank you so much, brother. I right, appreciate the opportunity. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. If you did, please share it with those you love and those you lead. We want this place to be a place where we can all gather and point at that which is good, true, and beautiful. And as you approach this week... May you pause by the orchid, listen to the bluebird sing, and be love. <laughs>